0: Welcome to the Here's What I Do podcast with Brock and Ryan. Listen as our husbands give tips, tricks, and advice on all kinds of subjects.
1: And here they go. All right. Welcome back to the Here's What I Would Do podcast with Brock
0: and Ryan. Yeah. Thanks for being here with us today, guys. We are going to do something a little different. Um, We typically talk about technology, talk about some things we've done around our house, but uh, we also just kind of talk about life and and how we do life together and, and what's been going on. and. Brock recently made a huge change, um, went ahead and decided to take the leap of faith and actually start a business, become self-employed, uh, jump into the entrepreneurial pool. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, talk about what it took to get there, what the cost was. Uh, you know, as many of you know, we're both pretty frugal. We like to try to minimize costs as best as possible. And uh, obviously that, that same theory applied when starting a business too. So Uh, Brock why don't you tell us a little bit about what your business
1: is and then we can get into some of the details on uh, what you actually did and the steps you took. I recently started a home inspection business Um, it's it kind of hits me in a couple places that I like like I have an eye for detail and it allows me to use a lot of technology and it's always something different so it's never the same I'm my own boss like I'm it's either if it fails, it's on me. There's nobody else I can blame, which I I like that. Like I, this is this is on me, and it oh, it's interesting. I I enjoy it. I like trying to see if I can find you know like like I want to find the problems. I want to you know if somebody's buying a house, I know how stressful it was when we bought it, mm-hmm. and I know the issues we had with our house. So I'm trying to put myself in their shoes, like. I don't want them to experience the same stress right. and issues that right. I did, so. Yeah, so
0: you actually come at it from a pretty unique standpoint, given all the challenges you had when you first first Exactly, yes. Yeah. So, one of the first things, obviously, you can't just wake up one day and decide to be a home inspector. So, you, you had to take some steps in that. Um, obviously, this was a long process to get there. I know you did a lot of job hunting, looking around, you just really couldn't find something that allowed you to still be the family man you want to be, and you know, dedicate yourself to, to a career and this seemed to work well, but before that you had to dedicate yourself to some education as well.
1: Yeah. It's a whole, um, it's basically like another associate's degree. It's 120 hours. Um, there's a whole list of classes that you have to take. Um, once you take those classes, then you pay and go take a certification exam And which, and I didn't know this until I took the exam was when, and it's a proctored exam, so you can't take it online. Oh, so So, you took it in person? Yeah, I had to go take it in person. It was, the lady was like, okay, the the test is broken down in different sections, and if you fail any one section or score below a 70 on any one section, you have to take the whole thing over again and pay again. Okay. I'm like, whoa, thanks for telling me that two minutes now before I took this exam. So, but it, it, it was stressful. I mean, I did good. I made like a 94 on it. So it, I didn't have any problems with that. But it, it's it's pretty stressful. Now, that's through the state, right? So this is state of Florida specific. Yes. So, yes. So,
0: I mean, Georgia might have to do something that's a little bit different. So best to consult your state and see what sort of licensing is required. Right, yeah.
1: And the, cl- and the school that I went with, like, it's like, okay, if you want to get certified in the state of Florida, here's the classes Florida requires, Here's um, and here's the Florida requirements. You have to carry... A minimum of three hundred thousand dollars liability insurance, and be and pass the certification exam. In order to be an inspector in Florida, okay. and it's even a little more difficult down where we are in South Florida. Fortunately, Palm Beach County is not what they refer to as the high impact or hurricane zone, but Broward and Miami Dade are. So those building codes and standards you have to pay special attention to. It's a whole separate. Thing in those counties and yeah. the Keys, but in those, but it's not in Palm Beach County where we are. Yeah, I've even noticed that some of our
0: stuff, some of our codes and standards here in Palm Beach County, like if you get Windows installed, it has to be installed to the
1: Miami-Dade standard. Yeah. Uh, I guess all that's from post-Hurricane Andrew stuff. And insurance requires it. Like if, it's, if it doesn't meet that particular minimum standard, then your discounts that your homeowner's insurance will give you, like your... Your level of safety, according to your insurance company, is not what it could be. Okay. So, so one of the things I thought was
0: cool is, is um, you know, when you were doing your branding, obviously any business you're going to start, one of the biggest things you're going to need is website, logo, business cards, letterhead, envelopes. Um, instead of going hiring, you know, crazy hundred and twenty dollars an hour designer, do all this stuff. You did a lot of this on your own uh, using a, a service that actually links you up with designers from around the world. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Once me and Stacy, we kicked around a lot of names. Like, what are we going to call this thing? Like, so like, you know, we like this or do you like that? Or what about this? What about that? So we finally settled on a name. And so then now I got to find a logo. So I went on, I believe it was vector stock images. And I found, uh, there, there's artists on there that sell, you know, like, Oh, here's a logo and put like your business name here or whatever. And I had to make sure that those license requirements for that would allow me to put it on digital print, print it up, and everything else. Um, so what that I was able to get the logo that way. And then once I did that, then I went on to a service called Fiverr, mm-hmm. which some people may never have heard of. And there's a few services like this that,
0: that do this. Fiverr's just one of them.
1: I, from what I gather, yeah, Fiverr's just one of them. And instead of... It being, uh, it's basically, uh, shipping the job overseas, yeah. so to speak, yeah. instead of me paying a designer here, like say $600 to create a business card or whatever. I paid a girl in Pakistan, $10 right. to do it. Right. And who knocked it out in three hours and said, I'll make any changes you need. Yeah. And it was amazing. Right. And so even as far as the website goes, i was going to originally go with the service, which I asked you to look at, and you're like, "Oh, it's just a WordPress website with, <laughs> with some stuff you don't need." So I bought the software, which was relatively cheap, um, which had some templates that I liked. I started making it as I did as much as I could on my end, and I'm like, Oof, I, it, <laughs> "I can't go, I can't do anymore. I'm not a web designer." Yeah. So I go back on Fiverr, typed up, I have a job, and here's what I need, and listed exactly what it what i need you to finish this website for me i've you know this this and this put exactly what i needed and within two hours i had 50 bids on that job wow so i chose a girl in i don't know indonesia or <laughs> she's somewhere, somewhere in, another somewhere part somewhere of the world, in the world. <laughs> she's in the middle east um she did it i'm assuming it's a girl uh, so <laughs> she, her picture's a girl um, so she did it for, I think, 70, 80 bucks, finished it. Yeah. And you had a lot of interaction with her. You went back and forth. Yeah, and a lot of back and forth. Made some changes. Right. And, uh... She said, uh, it was unlimited change. Yeah. She said, I'll fix it. I'll, you know, just I need your information. You give me your information, what you want, where. She yeah. did it all. Which fixed we kept
0: your, your hosting everything kind of in a sandbox while she had admin access to it. Just.
1: Yeah, I just added her as an admin. About I added there. her, which I can deactivate her, and she's yep. still active. So, like, because like the other day I asked her to change something, she's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll change yeah. it." And she but logged you build in and trust it. with her now. Yes. So it's, it feel like be- yeah, it's not like some guy that calls you about your, and your and car it, then warranty, right, right? But so. She did it for ninety bucks. She yeah, made great. it mobile friendly, so people can see it on their phone or their tablet. Right. She fixed the search engine optimization, which I'm still not exactly sure <laughs> what or how that works. Yeah, a, and I even tried to learn it and Witch fixed craft. the site, so yep. uh, no no problems, no issues with that. So what would have cost me easily two three thousand dollars a Easy. year, yeah. I got for less than three hundred dollars. Right. right, no problems. So the the trade off is somebody who
0: is in that field. Uh, still a little bit, I, I, for years did my own design and development firm and now just focus on development. Uh, one of the things I noticed is you, you kind of acted like your own project manager and your own creative director. So when you do hire a firm locally, you're paying a lot of money, but a lot of times you're getting a project manager and creative director there where they'll do everything. They'll provide the creative insight and everything where you really had an idea of what you want and you do have a creative side to you. So you're able to say, no, I don't want this here. I want that there. This spacing's off on this so you so you provide a lot of input there, and, and I think that's probably the biggest trade-off. But other than that, you had a, you had a phenomenal experience with them, and it worked out really
1: well. Yeah, the, the only the only time it got frustrating was their their grasp of the English language <laughs> was is, and you know that's no yeah. fault of their own, right, right? You know, I knew going in English is obviously not their first language. Right. Now they're proficient in English, but I can't just be like you know you know whatever do you understand like sarcasm exactly <laughs> so you got to be very straightforward right. i want this here i want that there and the time difference so mm. it's you know it may be afternoon here it's 2am there so gotcha. you know but these are very talented people. like you know they according to their profile page you know they gra- they've graduated with graphics arts degrees or their computer science degrees from just because it's not a university, university in America, Pakistan. yeah, <laughs> Tel Aviv, you know, places like that. I mean, America's not the only place with universities. Yeah, so. absolutely.
0: No, and you got a great product out of it. So you got your branding sorted. You got your business cards. You, you've already done some mailers. You've done some door hangers. Uh, you're, you're starting your marketing efforts. Uh, beyond that, obviously, you can't just get a logo and a business card and say you got a business. You actually have to do some stuff formally. Um, through registering and insurance and things like that, so so what did it require actually to to formally start the business?
1: Um, my wife handled the creation of the LLC because you had to make a limited liability corporation. She works corporation. for a law firm. She so She's a law well firm. qualified to do so. She she well, thank God because yeah. without that and my mother in law being an accountant, I may not have been able to get because I farmed a lot. Like, look, I just need you to handle this. <laughs> I need you to handle that. So they created the corporation. Took care of all that, uh, the tax records, tax documents. I yeah. had to get a federal EIN number for an employee identification number for tax reasons. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on the back end that has and, to be and done.
0: And it's 100% possible to do all that on your own. Uh, it is. But you're for everyone out there that might be considering a business, it is important to discuss with your accountant the, the structure. Do you want to be an S-Corp? Do you want to be an LLC? Taxes in S-Corp. Do you want exactly. to be a proprietor? There's a lot of options out there. Um, and you have to be registered with both the state and the federal level to get the uh, EIN, right. which is basically like a social security number for your business. So you can start filing taxes under that.
1: Yeah, so I can be official, correct? Like if there, you got to be recognized by the government. Otherwise, yeah. you know, yeah. you're just a, unfortunately like you're just a dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> saying you're saying you have a yeah. business. Now, obviously, as a home inspector, you, you,
0: that's a lot of liability, right? So if I get if you inspect my home and you miss something, uh, my insurance company or myself could actually. You take suit with that, right?
1: There is. There's a couple ways of protection. The, the company that I'm certified with or that certified me educationally wise, they have a buyback guarantee. Like if we screw up, they will buy your house. Wow. Okay. Okay. There's that. If, if I choose to opt into it, I don't have to, if I opt into it, I think it's $10 from every inspection that I do I have to pay to them okay, for it. Okay, so they that. get like a profit share for them. Exactly. Okay. Um, now, the state of Florida requires a $300,000 $300, minimum liability policy, but I went with a million dollar liability Just policy. Just to be safe. Because the, house, the way the houses are down here, $300,000 is not going to cut it. Right, right. I mean, so I, I went a little higher than I need to, but me and Stacy felt comfortable like, look, this is what we should yeah. carry.
0: Yeah, and because you have the LLC structure, anyways you're shielded a little bit from your personal. Right. Size. Right. There, right. There's, yeah. There's, that's, there's a corporate barrel. There. And that's what
1: she wanted to make sure that we were protected as much as possible. Lord willing, or God forbid yeah, something yeah, happens. Yeah, God yeah. forbid something happens. So there was that. And then it helped that I have a friend that pretty much did the same thing in Orlando, just as the pandemic was started. And so like he started, like I'm about a year behind him. Okay. So he started his own home inspection business. Pretty much it was same school. Virtually so he same kind of help mentor you a little bit through that right, process. and he sent me. He's like, "Hey, here's the, here's all the tools that I bought." And he even sent me like a like an Amazon list. Boom, 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 boom. He's like, "Here's everything." The only thing I got that he didn't get was a drone. Okay, because not yet right, he doesn't have a drone yet. I got. Oh, you got. I, the drone. I've got the drone. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I got the drone. Um So, but that way I can inspect concrete and clay tile roofs. Okay, so, yeah, because you're not. We're not supposed to go up there. Right, at all. you can't go on even that. pressure cleaning people. If you're getting your roof pressure cleaned, you shouldn't let your concrete go on the roof. Yes. Don't throw to mock on your concrete roof. So, yeah. So, I mean, I got all the tools. So, uh, it's we're up and going. Everything's...
0: So, one of the things I thought was pretty cool was your your business is actually super technology-driven. So, you're doing everything from an iPad. Like you said, you have the drone. You have all sorts of equipment for tests, and you're testing temperatures
1: and things. Meter,
0: what are, know, okay. Yeah. like So, so how, what are you doing?
1: Okay. So, First things first, like I always, I do the outside first. You just go around and check everything outside. You know what's a roof look like? Check the roof. The roof is like the number one thing that mm-hmm. everybody always wants to know about. What well, about the roof? What about yeah, the yeah. roof? Even some people don't even know what they're talking about. Like, well, what about the roof? Like they just heard everybody. <laughs> you check that. You want to see how the property's sloped and graded so that the water run. You want the water run away from the house, not to the house. You want to see like it. Does it have septic? Does it have? Um, is the electrical drop? above ground or is it underground things like that does it have a pool is it safe uh it just it just depends like what what type of windows the security measures you got to check the hvac gotcha. everything outside is checked first then you go inside that's okay. when you check all the outlets You with uh with digital meters check make sure they're wired properly check the electrical panel you want to check the if there's any leaks in every sink, every faucet, every drain, the bathtub, shower, I'll run the dishwasher, get that started as soon as I go in to see, it, you know, if that's going to leak like that. As soon as I walk in the door, I'm turning the dishwasher on. Oh, okay. Run it. Better run a cycle. Exactly. So by the time I'm almost done with the inside, the dishwasher's almost done, then you can check and see how hot the water got. Is You know, if, the, if this is working properly, it's a whole – Yeah. It's a whole – huge exhaustive list. So really, by the time you're done with an inspection, the report with the pictures is going to be anywhere from 50 to 70 pages, depending upon how many pictures you take. But completely digital, because you're doing it all on an iPad. Everything is digital. Okay. Everything is digital. And then you just email it to the client and, and I, I can, can, yes, I'll go home, I'll double check everything, make sure everything's right, where it needs to be, initials and everything, signed off, and they'll get the report the same day that I do the inspection. I mean, it's, it's pretty sweet. So once you had your licensing done...
0: How long did it actually take you to get your business formally created, your branding in line, your
1: website launched, and actually start soliciting clients? From the time I started taking classes to the time I started, or like we were open for business. Yeah, from the time you were ready to take on a client. I want to say it was a little under three months. Okay. That's pretty good. I I, I was able to crank out the classes really quick because... Some of it was when kids were still in school, Okay. so I was able to focus a lot on that. And I once, once I got the school issue, that took the bulk of the time. Mm-hmm. We already had once while I was taking the classes, Stacy was forming and filing for the LLC. So like a lot of things so were lot going of things simultaneously. At the same time. Yeah. Okay. The same way with the liability insurance, we just had to like, okay, yeah, we'll pay it. We just need to, They just need to know what date. To make it active okay um so once everything was all said and done and then i went and got certified took the test um it was only like three or four days before i got my license from the state oh, okay. and once i got that and then we we're ready to roll yeah that wasn't bad yeah and so once really once i got the license that's when i'm like okay let's Turn on the website. Let's make it happen. Make it happen. But the, yeah. the, the sign in the window. But sign the window. Hung the yeah. shingle out. I got a separate business phone number and everything. Else. Which that was a pretty cool thing too. Uh, you discovered through T Mobile, I think, right? Right. I called T Mobile, and if you don't have T Mobile, I highly recommend them. They you can call six one one, which is T Mobile's number, and it takes you straight to your quote team of experts, which are. In America, hey, this is Brittany in Mobile, Alabama, <laughs> or you know, whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, hey, and I told him, like, Look, I need to get a separate, because my iPhone can take two numbers with the yeah, eSIM. You can put the second SIM card uh-huh. in there or and, the digital. Or just do a digital SIM. And she was like, Well, she's like, Actually, there's a cheaper way. And I'm like, What do you mean? She's like, They have an app called Digits. It's a T-Mobile owned app. It's a T-Mobile app. Okay. They give you a local number, so I have a five-six-one business number. Excellent. And it is goes through that app. So for ten dollars a month versus nice. another seventy-five dollars a month, right. I have a business number goes through the app. I can text same I can, phone. I can, you don't have to phone. carry two phones around. I don't carry two phones. I have separate voicemails, separate ringtones, separate everything. So you everything. know when you're getting a call for the business versus exactly it comes up. You're receiving a call on digits for tried and Home Inspections, and it shows you the number. Okay. Or if you were to call, it's like Ryan Stacy's calling tried and Home Inspections. Cool, that's awesome. And so it, it would, and it works
0: perfectly. Yeah. So these are these are things. I think you know this is probably the second little tip. I think any entrepreneur or anybody that wants to to you know take this leap of faith, to access to Fiverr. It was huge. huge. Which is spell it weird, right? Can you spell that? It's F
1: I V E, like five, and then two R's. Two R's. R-R. Dot R. Dot okay. com. Yeah.
0: Great. Great resource for some quick graphics. And, I just used really them this infinity. morning. I yeah, needed. You had, you had, you had I letterhead. needed letterhead. I yeah. needed
1: a letterhead. So I got on there and I sent a message to the girl that made my business card. She made my business card design for ten dollars. Gave me three, des- three designs. Um, I said, "Hey, you've got all my information. I need letterhead, and I would just like my address put on it." She said, "Give me three hours." Wow! And within three hours, I had two versions of the letterhead That's and awesome. the envelope, That's and awesome. I double checked it. And I was like, "Oh, can you just tw- change this one little thing?" Sure, no problem. She changed it. I even looked. At this, it says like it's one twenty a.m. in the morning, <laughs> wherever it is, and she's up working on it. And so for twenty bucks today, I got two versions of my letterhead yeah. and an envelope. What would you say all total you spent on the branding and the website? The branding and the website, I would say, is less than $300. Yeah. Less than 300 And That's incredible. It's only a little bit cheaper because you're hosting my website for free. True. But
0: <laughs> that would only be a little bit more, maybe 20 bucks a month. You can get a host for some, from somewhere for super cheap.
1: You can find it. And then you pay $12 a year for your domain through Google. Yes, $12 a year for my domain. The software, I, I was $70. I paid the girl $90 to finish my website. I paid twenty dollars to the or ten dollars to the girl to do the business cards another 20 dollars this morning for my letterhead awesome. and then actually ordering the business cards right. was that outfit out of Miami for 40 bucks yeah so I mean yeah. and that was 500 cards. yeah I have a, a wholesale
0: printer that I use out of Miami that, um, that has some, some pretty cheap prices so it worked out worked out really well. Um, that right there and at least in my experience and especially when I was doing a lot of design work, the biggest expense that any, any startup is going to experience is their branding um you know with the exception of some tooling or hardware or something and you have some of that so you had some you had to obviously get all your technology all your tools all your permitting your i mean all your um, licensing your classes your insurance you know other than the branding what, what what was your cost associated with that
1: other than branding like the software that i used to do the inspections it was a $300 upfront charge like here one time one time okay. and then it's $20 a month okay so it's anytime there's an update and then okay. you have because I'll have the app on my iPad and on my phone. Great. So if I do anything there, I just tap like up, upload report, and then when I log into my Mac here, to before I send the final report, it's everything I did there. So like it, it's it's synced very well. Nice. Um, the tools, the software, all said and done, the whole shooting match from school to starting out was twenty six hundred dollars. So no business three months
0: ago. Business running, taking on clients, twenty six hundred dollars. Yes. With a with a license in there too. With, with a license. license
1: that's that's including the Which license. A lot of businesses
0: aren't even gonna have to deal with that. You know, or insurance. You know, there's very few times where for myself in the in the design and development industry, we only have to carry liability insurance when we're dealing with public companies. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't carry it all the time. It changes from year to year depending on who my clients are.
1: Yeah, I mean, apparently, like if I was going to do like commercial inspections, like a builder's, like hey, we just built two hundred townhouses, we need to get an inspected. Then I, I think I have to have like a commercial liability policy okay. at that point, so which it is, does get a little different. It, it, it is a little more different. Yeah. And so even my friend was going to start doing that, and he had to have like a commercial policy on his vehicle just to drive onto the thing. He's like, forget it. I ain't, it's I ain't, not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah, no. And
0: that might be something that's worth it for you down the road, you know, when you're generating a profit. Maybe you have some other inspectors working for you. Yeah. you know, this. But, but with starting a business at $2,600, you're turning a profit quick. So, so yeah. you know, the more you spend on those upfront costs, the more you have to work before you actually become a profitable business. I mean, you're probably only a couple months away from hitting that profit point. I
1: mean, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to do everything I can to not only recoup my initial investment. I mean, it's not much. But once yeah. I recoup that, then it's everything. all – Yeah, it's it's pure profit. Yeah. So
0: you – know, You're not dealing with offices. Nope. You're not dealing with any employees. You're not to pay rent. You're keeping the small
1: business structure small. and yes. keeping it small. Yeah, yeah and I mean, uh, I'm keeping track of everything – and, you know, separate bank accounts. Yeah. Separate, you know, tracking mileage. Everything is tracked. Yeah, unfortunately, you
0: have an accountant in the family, so they're
1: they Most well, people
0: deal with at the end of their first year of a business. You dealt with upfront, but those are important things that to note. If anybody is thinking about starting a business, get with your accountant before you start your business. They yeah. will they will save your life come tax season.
1: That and find somebody nice at the bank to help you yeah. out to get set up and squared away. Yeah. And I mean, even. Even through PNC, which is what I use, uh, who I use for the business account, like they've even got a little thing. It's like ten dollars a month. Like you can send invoices and everything else through that. So like you don't necessarily have to have QuickBooks to do it, or or whatever. Like and so it just and it gives them a secure link. Like Mm -hmm. hey, you know, you can pay this. Like I can take credit cards because um, I found a company which. Uh, Again, thank God for my friend that decided to do it, which it's 2.5% and then $0.30. Yeah, that's great. So, Which is super cheap and cheaper than just about anywhere else. And it's with the card or without the card. So I just entered, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, for
0: anybody that doesn't have merchant accounts, normally merchant services are variable depending on the type of card you're using. Uh, depending on if your card is present versus not present. Um, so to have a fixed rate like that is actually... Even with a American deal. Express, it's 2.5%. Yeah, American Ex- except the American Express is normally fairly expensive or any, any credit card that has a point system or structure because yeah.
1: they take that out on the merchant. So, yeah, I mean, once we got, you know, once we were officially open for business, I mean... So this is exciting, Now right? it's so, just a matter of promoting, making uh, relationships with other realtors and... You know, trying to get some leads, get out there, get some Google reviews, get some stuff like and you've that. You've already you've already had some some good
0: business drummed up. Yeah. You got some stuff from your neighborhood flyers you yeah. put out there uh, already in the course of your inspections because you've been doing a lot of wind mitigations and and you also do pool inspections. Pool too. inspections, yeah. Uh, have you seen anything that's glaringly obvious that homeowners or home buyers should look out for?
1: <sighs> it's going to be cheaper on you in the long run. The newer the roof is on your house. Now I know, like, if you're a first-time home buyer and you're just like, "Oh, look, I just want that house." Yeah. Then get it. You know. You can always get a roof put Just on, know you're going to be putting a roof. Just know, on yeah, it's it's going to cost. Um, and they can use that to their favor in their negotiations, right? Because they can use your inspection to negotiate. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Like if a roof, is, especially especially for us, not only are we in a hurricane zone, if the sun is just brutal, yeah. especially if it's drying out asphalt shingles, yes. yeah. So, you're looking at up to maybe 20 years, maybe 30, depending upon the type of shingle, and then you're going to have to get a new one. So, I mean, it, other than that, I mean, keep eye out for termites. Termites are huge. That's what about ate us out of yeah. ate, ate us <laughs> yeah. out here. A, I mean, just, just be mindful. Yeah. I mean, you know, get a good inspection. Get somebody you can trust. And if your inspector's not taking a 1,000 pictures of stuff he's looking at, then there's a problem. Mm, that's a point. But there's no, there's no reason not to. It's right, digital. Right. It's not like you have to develop film. Yeah. So that's that's what I would say. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So Trident Home Inspections, domain, phone number?
1: Trident Home Inspections uh, is the business name. Our website is Trident T R I D E N T Our number is 561-298-3526.
0: And from start to finish $2,600 you had a business up and running I say anything less than five grand is an absolute miracle uh, that you were able to pull that off so lots of little tips and tricks here on uh, on what what I would do and uh, these are all things that Brock did and so you can take those to the bank and know that you can save some money if you want to start a business
1: yeah, it just depends on uh, you just got to hunt for the deals absolutely thank you for
0: joining us, we appreciate the time and uh, if you have any questions don't hesitate to email us
1: Here's what I would do podcast. Oh no. What I would do podcast at gmail.com. What I would do podcast at gmail.com. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the, here's what I do podcast. If you'd like to comment or request a topic, simply send an email to what I would do podcast at gmail.com.